Brian? Man, I am doing pretty good, Brian. Uh, it's good to be back here recording uh, because it's been a little bit. Yeah, we unexpectedly uh, took a break. Yes. We weren't, <laughs> we weren't planning uh, a break. <laughs> on a break. We uh, recorded an episode before we went to the Baptist Convention, yep. and then we got back from the Baptist Convention and jumped headlong oh, into VBS. Yeah. Then the VBS week happened. No then you guys went to camp. Yep. And then when we got on the backside of that, we've been prepping for our middle school Mission missions week, week and yep. uh, our block I'm, party. Our block yeah. party, and I'm taking the kids to camp later this the week after that. The week after that, yeah. So, and in between that, we're trying to get time with our family yeah. and vacations and all that kind of <laughs> stuff. So, needless to say, it's been a busy season. Yes. So we haven't we haven't taken a break. We just haven't been able to do a podcast, <laughs> right? <laughs> and so, so we got the the episode up last or this week yes which will be last week if you're listening to it and then we're going to put this mini episode up and then we're going to take a break and come back we think the hoping in august right the second week of august august 9th we'll be back with a regular episode we want to finish up our manhood series right yes we want to finish that that's been i've enjoyed that it's been helpful for me um, and I know it's really helped me in my like just conversations with people too. Uh, it's funny. I've had a lot of conversations about, you know, with, with guys about, uh, leading their families and stuff and, and young dudes about what it means to grow up and be a man loving that. So we want to finish that. And then we've got some irons in the fire for what's coming next. I'm pretty excited about it. And we'll, uh, we'll let you guys know that. Yeah. So, so yeah, just to give a little recap, you know, um, our vacation Bible school was amazing. You know, we had, um, uh, we averaged about 150 kids at in the evenings, and then we did, uh, we did Bible school with our day camp that mm-hmm. our childcare runs. Yeah, that's right. During the day, and we had about 50 kids there. Yeah, so, I remember always being like, "Man, Brian, where are you?" Like, it's <laughs> in the morning, and you were like already doing VBS stuff with those kids over there. So, that was so cool. yeah, it worked out great, and uh, so we had about 200 kids, and we were able to present the gospel. And I'm following up with kids. We had about 25 ish, uh, maybe a couple more respond to our invitation. And I'm following up with those parents yeah. and trying to see. I've I've called the ones that um, go to another church mm-hmm. uh, and and called that church, and then I've sent a letter out to everybody, and then yeah. I'm talking to our parents one on one, and we have got some kids that are getting baptized. Man, that's so exciting! I know it's. A, I mean, we had we had kids getting baptized for for months and months after last year's VBS. And that's, and that's because, you know, sometimes, you know, kids are, are thinking, parents yeah. are thinking through this and, yeah, and I that's think not it's a bad good yeah. because the parents are active in the discipleship. Absolutely. So that's a, that's ideal. My right? big, my big philosophy, my big thing is I want to partner with the parents in this. And yeah. I really would like for them to lead out in that, in that helping their child understand what it means to be a Christian and then follow through in baptism because they're the ones that are going to be with the child yep. growing up, helping them to realize that faith in their lives. We're here as partners with that's the right. parents to kind of support them and undergird all of that. That's exactly right. Yeah. That's awesome, man. Yeah. I enjoy being a part of VBS and, uh, you know, teaching the fifth graders, the the soon to be sixth graders. Yeah. And yeah if people exciting. don't know, uh, pastor Brian has done the, uh, fifth grade class for a couple mm-hmm. of years now, and that has reaped some really great benefits. It's, it's been part of our transition plan yep. of kids out of the um, out of the youth group or out of the children as you into, into the, youth, the group. youth group. Yeah, we don't have a whole lot of time to throw in a whole nother element. Um, you know, some churches do like an event or something, and we have so many events. So what we like to do is just use those in a way, in a in a intentional way, to go ahead and get those 
student, those kids into the youth group right. before the fall hits. And this was your largest fifth grade It was class, like right? we had, I think, 18 That's on awesome. night. And so all of those kids are invited to be yeah. a part of the middle school mission week, right. which will be uh, the week, I guess, that this podcast is coming out. Yeah. So mm-hmm. we'll be starting that. We got a bunch of those kids signed up. Yeah. So they're going to feel like they're a part of the youth group yeah. before before they are Yeah, and, and I would encourage parents, you know, if, if you have a fifth grader, sometimes they feel like they're too cool for VBS yeah. or whatever. But like – we really make it a really fun time for them yeah. and they get to or- interact with you. And right. I just, I just would encourage parents, make sure they're, they're a part of the summer programming. That way they can, they can get plugged into the youth yep. group and have that transition. Cause that is a hard transition. Yes. And we always, we always lose a segment of kids mm-hmm. and we, we want to see them continue on in that. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I highly encourage that. It helps a ton. Yeah. Um, for their longevity in in the church, well, but uh, yeah, so then we went to camp. Yeah, right? give the us a student recap. Ministry. Give us a recap um, on camp. Yeah, camp was great, man. You know, it was it was hard as our first. Uh, I, I say first year is our year back. Last year, you know, it was very different. But camp went great. It was amazing. You know, I've got some of our our leaders have been talking. Some of our adult leaders that went have been talking to some of the students, and a ton of students. I mean, uh, a ton of students have said how how important that was for their relationship they've either rededicated their lives or they've just seen areas in their lives you know one of the things that the camp director would say a lot is you know there we're always asking you know how many decisions were made for Christ well we had a couple decisions made like where people were either getting saved or rededicating their life but there's thousands of other decisions being made you know decisions to to lay down a sin decisions to walk more faithfully with Christ decisions you know, and so all of our students were deeply impacted, I think, by being at camp because really what it is is just a it's just a highly intensified um, week of the norm. You know, it's just a lot of Bible reading, a lot of prayer and a lot of preaching. Yeah, that's and, all it is. You and know? <laughs> and the, they're stripped back away from like the media and, yeah, and right. all of the things that kind of the, the cultural things that saturate. You them. don't have time to do that stuff right. when you're at camp. <laughs> you're so focused on the Lord. And so it, it that just gives you that that actually I would use, I would always use that as an analogy to say, listen, when you go to camp or a retreat, the reason mm-hmm. you feel so connected to God is because you don't have all these other That's right. these things. You're you're in God's word. Yeah. You're doing the things that we would normally yeah. want every believer to That's do. That's right. There's nothing magical about camp or retreat or anything. There's nothing magical magical about this stuff. What's magical is is that you are getting in the Bible. Right. That's really all it is. It's just you are actually getting into the Bible yeah. and God is doing what he says he would do. Right. And so we just want to continue that. And so we're trying to encourage the students. One thing I love is we had a bunch of parents that came. Most of our leaders that came were all parents. That's awesome. Um, and so they got to be a part of um, helping make this happen. It was really, really cool. Yeah, you know? I always told uh, kids, don't look at camp as like a spiritual high. Look at it as a springboard for mm-hmm. your faith. Use this as a jumping off that's point. That's exactly right. To, to propel you into a stronger relationship yep. with the Lord. Yep, that's exactly what, so. and that's, I think, what it was. So I'm, I'm excited to that's great. see that growth. Yeah, so then next week is our middle school missions week, mm-hmm. block party, all that stuff. And it, what I really love about uh, this week is we get to emphasize serving. Mm-hmm. Uh, we serve our community We uh, with a Bible club. We're going to do some work projects for a local school. Yeah. Um, we're going to um, serve even our seniors at yep. our at our church. Just do some really, f- and then we have some fun activities oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. because they are middle school students, and it's hard to get them to focus on doing a, a work project mm-hmm. or something all day long. Yeah, but uh, I will say that it's a great opportunity for 
uh, them to build relationships with one another and, mm-hmm. and for us to build oh, relationships this is, with this them. This is the underrated youth event, you know? Like, this event is one of the most um, catalytic con- events, you know, that we have. It it brings the fifth graders in. It uses the high school student leaders, uh, and they get connected. And then the middle schoolers get to serve. I mean, this is one of the most... Uh, powerful things that we do during yeah, the summer that's great so i love that we do this and we get we get a lot of students involved um we're <laughs> we're gonna have to start figuring out new yeah, things to do i know i know <laughs> it's it's becoming very popular and that's yep, good that's a great thing we've got kids camp coming up later and i'm really excited about that yeah. we've got about 20 something uh i can't remember off the top of my head 20 something kids going Man, and that's great and five chaperones and so we're really excited about that and yeah, see, you need a lot of chaperones with kids <laughs> to see what god is going to do there and so yeah so that kind of gives you an update of where we're at and why we've unintentionally not been able to do this yeah. been off uh, we thank you everyone for understanding i've had a couple people mention hey there's not been a new episode uh, but we want to get this up in the you know in the middle of Right. July here. So, but before we go, let's just talk for a couple minutes, maybe about what God has been showing us through this season. I know we've both been uh, yeah. reading different things in the scriptures and, and give us maybe a recap of what God, maybe one big theme God is kind of. Yeah, absolutely. You know, you. for me, I've just been reading in, in the book of John, uh, the gospel of John. And uh, that's one of my favorite uh, gospels to read because it's, you know, uh, it's, it's fairly distinct from the other three. And you just see Jesus doing, you know, he starts it off with Jesus is divine. Jesus is God, you know, is really how he starts the book off. And he came here to serve and, and to be a light to the world. But the world's rejected him. And, uh, you know, that's that's an interesting thing to see, you know. And I, I feel just this need to continue to prepare myself to be faithful to Christ even though people don't want me to be. And, you know, that goes back to our manhood series. The best time to be a man is when people tell you not to be. Yeah. You know, we, we have to be what God calls yeah, us to be. no matter what the culture says. And that's the great thing about Jesus is no matter what the culture said, he always stood on the truth. Yes, always. And that's what you see in him doing in the book of John. You know, he heals on the Sabbath a couple different times. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then they, they come to him and accuse him of breaking their traditions. And he is like... He, he gets pretty frustrated with them because they're they're mad that he's breaking their traditions and he's mad that they're that they aren't loving God right I mean his whole accusation is that they don't have love for God yeah and then it draws in all comes down to Jesus telling his disciples no greater love is there than that somebody would lay down his life for his friends yeah. and he says this he says a new commandment I give to you that you love one another yeah as I loved you. Mm-hmm. And that's the interesting thing. That's not a new command to love each other. The, I think the new part is that the, to love each other the way that I loved you. I just mm-hmm. washed your feet, guys. Right. I'm about to die on the cross for you, guys. Now you go and love each other the way that I love you. Not the way the world says you should love. Love people the way I love you. Yeah, I love. is this the passage uh, we talked about, the, yes. Lord, the Lord of the Sabbath? Yes. I love that when they're trying to tell Jesus about the Sabbath. Mm-hmm. And he's like, no, you guys don't understand. Like, yes, like God is the Lord of the Sabbath. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's yeah. like uh, trying to tell a, uh, trying to Bill Gates how to do windows. You right. Know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. It's like, <laughs> like guys, guys, you, you got this wrong. Okay. Trust me. I know what I'm talking about here. And that, that fired him up because they just didn't want him. To, they didn't want to believe in who he was. Right. They and, just didn't want to believe. Right. Mess up their power structure and yeah. all that. Yeah. Know? Cause they saw the miracles and they were like, no, 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 no. Right. No. It was all because they just didn't want to lose what they had. Right. 
So, so yeah. that's what God's been teaching me. It's been really good, challenging, very challenging, um, and and just makes you love the Lord even more. Yeah. So, how about you? What have you been? Yeah, learning? I've been uh, studying Galatians now for a while, and uh, really going through it slowly. I've done a couple of lessons. In fact, I'm I'm preaching a sermon yeah. out of there. I'm filling the pulpit. Really excited for a pastor that. who is going to be out uh, in a couple weeks, and um, I'm going to be. Uh, preaching this sermon. So really the theme of Galatians is a, it's a checkup where the, the Judaizers had come in mm-hmm. after Paul had preached the gospel, established the church. They came in and they were adding to They're bringing the those traditions back in, right? right? Yeah. They were bringing circumcision and the, um, the, the, you know, the, the festivals and the mm-hmm. feast and, and saying you had to do these things. Basically you had to be a good Jew to yes. also be a good Christian. Yes. Yes. And Paul is like, I can't believe you're falling for this false gospel. Right. Like anything that's added to the gospel makes it not the gospel, basically is what he says. Yeah. And he really kind of chastises them. And I see so many parallels to how Christians live their life today. And when we try to add things to the gospel and say, well, you, you need to do this or you need to do that, um, you know, it's it changes the nature of the gospel, Mm -hmm. thus making it not the gospel. And so we've got to be really careful uh, and staying true to God's word, staying true to the gospel and make sure that we don't go past what, what the gospel says there. Yeah. And so I, I really think that's important, you know, and then there's another section, the section I'm actually studying where Paul's making sure we don't swing the other way, Right. where our freedom in Christ. So he talks about you're free from the law, right? Yep. You have freedom in Christ, yep. but it's not a freedom that we can go abuse and, right. and what we know it as antinomianism, right? Uh, no law. Yeah. Right. No yeah. law. And you just do whatever you want because everything's under grace. Right. That's not what Paul's talking right. about. So both of no, these, there is a law. It's the law of love for Christ. Right. Yeah. Both of these extremes are very harmful yep. to our faith. And so we have to make sure that we are uh, dealing with sin in an appropriate way. We're grieving sin and working to put our sin to death, but it's all in the power of the gospel worked out in our lives. And so this really applies to me as, as a really great checkup to make sure that I've not just been, um, you know, if I have sin in my heart, I'm not just kind of like, Oh, well, God's going to forgive me. No, I'm I'm really dealing with that and letting the spirit help me to, to put that sin to death. Yeah. And so God has been working on my heart in that way. And, um, you know, helping me just to walk by faith even yeah. more, Yeah, you know? You know, that's really cool. I, the guy that was preaching at camp, uh, Landon Dowden, he said, you know, he, he said, the Bible, Jesus doesn't want you to be good kids. Uh, Jesus mm. wants you to be gospel kids. Yeah. And Ooh. I would say kind of what you're getting at is we don't want to be good people and we don't want to be anything goes people. We want to be gospel people. Yeah. And and that that just that just means we have to fix our eyes on Jesus and not on any other metrics. You yeah, know? I think the theme for for both of us would be keeping our keep standing on the truth of God's word no matter yeah. what. You know, the culture is pushing in more and more and more for us to um, bow, bend the knee to what they would say. Mm-hmm. And I think our our Christianity needs to be. And it, it, I mean, listen, we've got to deal with the culture in a loving, absolutely merciful, graceful way. But with that said, we must never, ever, ever waver from the truth of, of God's word. That's right. We just can't. Yeah. Once we start to do that, once we can become unattached, unhinged from God's word, we will float away from the gospel. That's right. 
Yeah, and then we've lost the love for God. I mean, that's the most important thing is loving God. And so that's what it means to, that's what we're talking, you know, listening. Jesus said that in John, you know, he said, anyone who loves me will do my commandments. Right. You know, and that's the thing. It's it's a do out of a motivation for love. Right. And um, and so we just have to look. We have to check our hearts, look to Christ in the word of God, who he really is, not what people say yeah. he is. And then and then ask ourselves, do I love the Lord? And right. if not, how how can how can God help me to do that better? Right. Yeah. So, and so I would encourage anyone listening that, uh, you know, do a little heart check. You know, mm-hmm. am I. Am I reading God's word? Am I getting in God's word? Am I standing on that truth? If you have, if you have departed from from God's word, and when I say read it, I'm not just saying right, right. you're you reading just read it a, to, yeah. to digest it, or you're trying to get through some sort of like reading plan. I'm talking about reading it and letting it affect you and change you. Yep. And so uh, on that spiritual level, and so I would encourage you renew that that with renew that in your heart, renew mm-hmm. that in your mind. Get back in God's word, and honestly. It takes a little bit of time. It's yes. just like, you know, yeah. <laughs> it's just like working out. Yeah. You know, you get back in the gym. Those muscles are are atrophied. Yeah. They are sore. Yeah. You're not going to kill it right away. So right. don't get in there and read like five chapters right away. So you like. get in God's word and you let God start to work on your heart. And as you get right. into it, you'll develop a love for it. That's right. And God will begin to uh, do amazing things yep. in your heart and your life. Absolutely. Yeah. So. That's what he's been doing for me. I know that's what he's been doing for you. And uh, listeners, we hope that God is working in your life. And if he's not, go to him yep. because he he's ready to work. And the only thing that's stopping him is, uh, well, nothing's really stopping him. He's just he's just waiting on you to to get with it. Yeah. So for our for our will to line up with that's his right. Will. So yeah. just go to him and let and let him do all the things that he has planned for you. Yeah, it'll be good. Well, that's good. Well, we'll see you. So, we'll see you guys in August. Yes. Look for a new episode the second week. Of I think August it, I think that's the ninth. That's the plan. That's, that's the plan. plan. So. Uh, if the Lord wills, <laughs> yeah, that'll be the ninth. So, well, it's good catching up, Brian. Yep, yep. Good talking with you. We'll see you we'll guys see you next time. time.